Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. You've got questions, we've got answers. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, we're bringing real answers to help you live and love your grit and grace life. Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. I'm Darlene Brock. And hey girl, hey, I'm Julie Bender. You know, women sometimes have a hard time liking ourselves, don't you think? Uh, yes. I mean, I can attest personally. I think it, it's every woman. There's no woman that goes around saying, I'm amazing all the time. We have a lot of self-doubt. For sure. And the truth is, is women are pretty great. In fact, we've collected some fun facts that prove just how amazing we are. Do you know over the year, women have patented disposable diapers, windshield wipers, paper bags, non-reflective glass, the foot pedal trash can, the dishwasher, and more. And obviously, those make perfect sense that women patented those. Solving serious problems in our lives. Exactly. The two highest IQ scores in recorded history belong to women. Hmm. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) The average woman will eat four pounds of lipstick in her lifetime. Ew. What does that say about us? I'm not sure that's one of our most... I know. I mean, it seems we're willing to go. It's. I feel like it says we're willing to go to extreme lengths to present ourselves well to the world. And I don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing. Moving quickly along, highly refined women of the 19th century refused to say the word leg as it seemed too promiscuous. What Ooh. is happening? They preferred to use the word limb instead. How's your limb doing there, Julie? <laughs> that dress shows too much limb. <laughs> it's pretty odd. Weird. I think what's pretty incredible is that in 40% of families of children with children in the United States, the mothers are the primary breadwinners. That is very interesting, and we deserve a pat on the back for that. Absolutely. And on average, women live two to five years longer than men, a fact which holds true in every single country in the world. You know, maybe that means we all need to marry younger men. I don't know. We live together longer. (laughs) Dang it. I messed that one up. Well, these facts aren't to say that women are superior to men, because if you've listened to our show more than once, you know that we don't believe that to be true. But it does give us a glimpse of how awesome we truly are. So we brought in somebody that we're pretty excited about. She's a writer at Grit and Grace Life and actually has done some video for us, too, that you go, yay, go, Jody!" But her name is Jody Schultz, and we're excited that she's coming today. Jody is a wife and mom of two in a little town in Kansas. She's a hairstylist who is extremely passionate about encouraging and inspiring her female clients, believing it to be her life's calling. The name and slogan for her business is Therapy. It's about more than just hair. Jody loves providing a safe and relaxing atmosphere where women can open up about their lives and their struggles while she prays for and speaks truth and encouragement to her clients. Welcome, Jody. It's really good to have you with us today. It is so good to be on here with you guys. I listen to you nearly every week, and so it's just really exciting to be on the other side of this, to be able to have that opportunity to speak into the lives of our listeners. So thank you. It's good to be here. Well, we wanted to talk about something that I think we think of as your jam. It's your topic. It's what you love to talk about. It's love you what you love to write about. And that's we as women often struggle with believing this lie that we're just not good enough. So much so. And, you know, I've been really thinking about this as we, you know, as I've been preparing for our talk together. And, you know, we throw that out there, this, you know, I'm not worth it. 
worth it or I'm not valuable. And um, really, it's not, it doesn't always appear that way in our mindset. You know, we don't often have that actual phrase come through. And so, um, so many times it looks like for us as women, um, I don't measure up or I'm not as good as so-and-so mm-hmm. or my kids are a mess, a hot mess. And mm-hmm. so that must mean I'm a failure as a mom or my, my house is a wreck. And so um, there's a lot of those things that go on in our mind um, kind of unchecked. And if we really are able to get to the root of that, that is where we can look at this belief that we just aren't worth anything better or that our lives don't have value or we're not important or or special and so this is something that every single woman struggles with i struggled with it as a young teenager this feeling of just being unseen or unimportant you know as that country bumpkin girl um goody two-shoe church girl and so um i just always felt unseen and that my life um, didn't have as much value as, as other girls. And then it carried on through adulthood and trying to um, rise in the ranks of a large salon in the Kansas city area and to kind of prove my worth that I was special, that I had skill and talent. And um, I just wanted to feel seen and important. And I did, I hustled, I worked hard and I was able to rise to one of the top tiers in this large salon. And that felt good. But then that also felt shallow because it still didn't meet that need deep within my soul. It didn't silence everything going on in my head that I still didn't measure up because I didn't feel like it. I think it'd be interesting for our listeners to kind of get to the why of we feel, that we feel this way. And the reason I ask you this is because of what you do as a stylist, that you have women in your chair multiple times a day, every day, I assume of the week, or at least a few of them, several of them. And you probably hear it all the time. What are the whys of why we feel this way? I think the biggest why is that we are constantly trying to measure up to either another woman, um, to the expectations that a, a parent or family put on us, Um, to the expectation of social media. I mean, my goodness, we're constantly bombarded with another woman who we feel like is prettier or or winning at life better than we are, a mom who seems to be doing it better than we are. And so the, the why that we struggle with is because we just allow those thoughts to go unchecked and we aren't holding it up to the standard of what it's supposed to be. And so we're always striving and coming up short. And so our life as pastor Greg Crochelle, he's some, another pastor that I like to listen to. Um, he quotes, says this often, he says, our life is always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And so if we're allowing all of those thoughts to go of, of why am I not measuring up? Why can I not have it? any value in my life, then our life will always go in that direction. We will constantly be second guessing everything, um, our beauty, our value, our worth, our importance. And so that's, that's the why life and our world right now will always leave us questioning and wondering. 
Well, I think the obvious next question is, if this is something we all struggle with and we know we're coming at this from the wrong angle, is there actually inherent truth to where our worth comes from? Absolutely. You know, for me, like I shared earlier, um, in that struggle of, of discovering my worth, it really came down to discovering my identity of who I am and who God is. And so after I became a mom and moved to small town, Kansas, um, I really started digging into the word. And the more I discovered about who God was, that he's my heavenly father, that he sent his son to die for me, and that he sees me as his beloved, cherished daughter. The more I started to get settled in that, the more I started to learn and settle that question of who am I and what am I worth? Mm -hmm. And so the inherent truth is that only our creator can determine our value. And that is something that's irrefutable. We cannot, when we really look at it for what it really is and how God set this up for the value in our souls, it is inherent. It is irrefutable. And so, yeah, I like to use an example of the, you know, if I get a hundred dollar bill out, right, it's just a piece of paper with fancy printing on it. And so you would think, oh, it's just, it, that's, what's it worth? Well, we know it's worth $100, which is pretty valuable in this day and age. That could buy a lot of groceries right now. And so the idea is, though, but what? who determined that? It's just a piece of paper. There's nothing that really sets it apart other than we know it's worth. And we have to get down to the really, the base of it. And that is something, that piece of paper was a created thing. And only the creator, which we know our United States Treasury Department, they are the ones that determine and set the value and the worth. And it's that same way for us. If we can settle in our minds that our creator is the one that knit us together and he fashioned us together, he, he's the one that sets the value to our soul and nothing else in this world can take away or add to that worth within us. And so that is the inherent truth that your creator says you are worth it. Mm. I created, I set the price and he paid the price too. I do love that, Jody. But I'm, I'm going to kind of play the devil's advocate here. That just kind of sounds bad after what you just said for me to say that, but I am. Um, because I can, I can know that and live that and know that is the source of my worth. But then I can go, but what does he expect of me? Or how should I live? And I am a producer by nature. I like to accomplish a lot. I do. I think if I'm sitting very long, I am failing. So I tend to, to push to make my worth, you know, whether I'm consciously saying this makes me more worthy or more lovely or whatever I'm trying to be, I still do it. I still feel like I have to perform. And that's a trap that I think a lot of women get caught in. Oh, absolutely. We sure do because that's also the message that can be really put out there across, you know, all the media platforms is to hustle, you know, and to work hard. And, and, and if you do that, then you will achieve this level of success and the world will see you as valuable and important and special. And so that's 
very dangerous to our souls to hustle for our work. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, there is value in working hard. I too, I'm like you, Darlene. I like to work hard. I like to get things done. I'm a, I'm a list maker. All my list makers out there, let's raise a hallelujah. That's how we get done. But in this idea of hustling for our worth, meaning um, if I accomplish this, then I will know I'm special. If I um, even get out there in, in, in a ministry platform even, and I'm going to do all these things for God, and I'm going to speak all these things, or maybe you want to write a book, and I'm going to do this. Um, and if that, at the core of that, is so that we will feel valued and worthy, that's so dangerous because we're trying to add to that value. And we, we God didn't create us to hustle for our worth. It is something that he placed upon us. And so I remember there was a time um, when this really finally clicked and made sense to me. And that's something that I've been praying about as we, you know, as I prepared for this conversation that, that there would be all kinds of light bulb moments for you listeners. And I pray that this will be one for you just like it was for me. And that is in studying the life of Jesus. There was this huge moment when John the Baptist, his cousin, baptized Jesus, and as he came up out of the water, the heavens opened up, and, and God's voice was heard by all, and he said, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. And we think, yeah, of course he's pleased with Jesus. Dude has risen people from the dead, <laughs> preached to multitudes, right? Like, of course his daddy is going to be proud because look at all the achievements. Look at all the things he's done. But the light bulb moment came for me when I realized in studying the timeline of Jesus's life, that moment actually came before he ever did anything in ministry, before he ever spoke a word, before he ever healed somebody, before he preached an awesome message. God was proud of him before all that. And his life and everything that he did flowed from that knowledge that I am seen and I am loved and I am worthy of my father's attention and love. And so, gosh, I just pray that you guys would have that light bulb moment that God sees you right now before you do or say anything. He sees you. He loves you. And may we all just learn to live from that instead of trying to hustle for it. Dar Jody came to preach today. <laughs> like, what the heck? Shall we go? Let's close oh, with a Bible verse go. and a prayer and be done. <laughs> Jeez. Gosh, I have never thought about that, Jody. So thank you so much for bringing that. I mean, it's if great. it was just for me, it was a light bulb moment for me. Um, I think... I think, though, in a room of doers, we want to then know what are some practical things or some specific thoughts I need to be focusing on. What can I do to improve my feelings of self-worth? That's awesome. So glad you asked. And there are several things. These are these are things that have helped me personally. These are things that I try to counsel um, clients who are struggling as they're sitting in my chair with this. And the biggest thing that we as women need to do is to think about what we're thinking about. Mm. Uh, so often we let a lot of these things just fly in and out of our minds. And we don't really know the damage that they're doing. And so I would, I would encourage you ladies, if you really want to tackle 
and you want to settle this question of your worth because that's really what it's all about if we settle it then we can continue to grow and move on from it but if we allow those thoughts of i'm not worth it i'm not i'm not able to do better in my life um i'm not worthy of anything better in my life then that is the direction that our life will flow and so if you want to conquer that you first have to capture your thoughts i encourage you to get a journal and just start capturing thoughts write them down there's something about seeing them in black and white before you that kind of you're either sometimes you can just look at it and immediately be like that's so stupid i can't believe i <laughs> thought that you know and then there's sometimes you capture those thoughts of i'm not i'm not ever worthy for anyone to stick around because my dad left or because my spouse left there's those real deep hurts that a lot of thoughts flow from and if you allow it to continue then you will always struggle within that and stay stuck in that and that's not what god created you to do so the first thing i would definitely encourage you to do is to capture the thoughts write down the thoughts and then start holding them up to the word of god and see what god says about you mm. and if it doesn't match up then girl you gotta find your grit and say that's enough and you just kick it out and if you need to go through some type of measures to really um, empower you in that, write that piece, of, write that down on a piece of paper, that lie, and you wad it up and you throw it in the trash or you throw it in the fire and you signify to yourself, I am done thinking about that because I would rather build my life on the truth of what God says who I am. And so hopefully, we, I'm sure we will include some of those truths from God's word. I am loved. I am valued. I am treasured in the show notes. Um, so that would give you a good starting place in that. And so, yeah, think about what you're thinking about and then your life will flow from the truth that you start to pour into yourself. So, yeah. I'm going to ask you another question here, Jody, that I think you probably experience with, you know, women in general, the clients that whose hair you're doing, and that is other people's words. You know, women can be told by sometimes a spouse or a boyfriend or like you said a, a father or a sister or a mother that you know they're they're not enough that there's something lacking in them or just inferred by the way they're being treated so you know they have to cope with challenging the emotions that come from what other people say how do they do that Ugh. It, it goes along the same lines of what i i said before but first, can we just can we just kick out the lie that says sticks and stones may break my bones, words will never hurt me. Um, huge lie. Um, whoever came up with that is dumb. But, <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Can we just the words that are spoken to us, um, whether it be from parents, spouses, other kids bullying. Oh, there's such a epidemic going on in social media where people can just hide behind, you know, the cowardice of their own phones or computers and just write out whatever they want and just literally destroy lives. And so what happens with those things that are spoken over us, they become the rhetoric and, and, and the conversation in our mind. And again, if we allow it to flow unchecked, with what God says about us, um, then it will continue to defeat and discourage us. And we'll constantly be in that cycle going further and further away from what God created us to be. And so same thing. Um, and I want to encourage you women, if you 
have had that struggle of verbal abuse or or just need somebody to help you sort through those thoughts in your mind, reach out. Don't struggle with that alone or think you can even tackle that on your own. Sometimes you've got to have an outside source to help you sort through it, process it, and to help you come alongside you and help you find truths to counteract that, to get a new way of thinking and to allow the Holy Spirit to transform you. Just don't agree. Please just don't agree with those thoughts that are spoken over you because the real thing I want you to get is your value will never decrease based on someone else's inability to see your worth. We yeah. have to go back to that inherent truth that God says you're worth it. And it doesn't matter what someone else speaks over you. You are worth it. You know, one thing I would like to encourage all of our listeners to think about is be a voice in another woman's life. I know you are in your career but can we point out the wonderful things in the people around us, in the women around us? Can we encourage them in their talents and abilities and the things that we see? Because I think we all need that. I think we need to hear it from other women, too, that they go, you know what? You're pretty darn great. And here's why. Not just you're pretty darn great, but here's why. Mm -hmm. Because I see this talent in you. I see this compassion in you. I see this generosity in you. Whatever it is, I think it'd be amazing if we took the time to encourage one another. Absolutely. And when we do that as women, when we speak over those affirming things and, and that validation to someone else, um, a remarkable thing also happens to our soul. And there, that that's healing. That's encouragement. That sets the atmosphere for, hey, you've got what it takes and I do too. And so let's kill life together. You know, I mean, there's just something that is so uh, encouraging in that as a body of women if we can just encourage each other and speak that over each other and just get all the, get rid of all the other riffraff going on amongst us, mm -hmm. um, assuming of, of competition, can we just get, can we just get by that? We're all on the same team, just trying to get through life. You know, let's encourage and let's build each other up mm -hmm. and, and that will do well for our soul. Yeah. Do it. Go for it. I mean, I feel like being your friend is encouragement for the soul because you definitely have a gift. Let me just do what you're telling us to do. You definitely have a gift of being um, relatable and also super honest and encouraging. And it's been a blessing to me. So I appreciate you bringing that to the show. Is there anything we haven't gotten to say that you're like, I got to make sure I say this in hopes of encouraging confidence and self-worth in our listeners? You know, I'm a I'm a face to face kind of girl. You know, I do it day in day out in the salon, and so, you know, this this is puts me out of my comfort zone to 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 know that I'm speaking to so many women, um, but I don't get to see you face to face. And so, I just want to close with this. Um, I I kind of put in our our notes as we were preparing for this um, about the movie The Help. Um, have you ladies seen it? Oh, yes. I actually haven't. You haven't? I know. Homework over Christmas break. Yeah, okay, moving on. Okay. Don't ruin it or maybe go ahead and ruin it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Read the book all the way. The book is always better than movies. Okay, so. well, I read books now. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, Julie. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite, favorite scene? My favorite scene is that the movie in the book is all about these African-American maids in the homes of these wealthy socialite white women. 
and these maids kind of band together to really write a book and expose all the done in this very privileged white homes and so it's hilarious it's it's heartwarming it, it is good there was one scene in there that just hit me deep in my soul and it's it's abilene the african-american maid and she set the little girl that she kind of nannied over and she sat her on her lap and every day she would speak these affirmations into this little girl and she would say you is kind you is smart, you is important. And then she made her repeat it after her and they said it together and it was just powerful. And they would just kind of speak over each other. And so uh, I, the first time I saw that, my soul just kind of leapt like, oh, yes, that's what we all need. And so if I, ladies, if you could just kind of go with me and have a little bit, use your imagination. If I were standing, in front of you today, I'd wrap you up in a big old hug. And then I would probably grab your cheeks and I would look you in the eye and I would make you repeat after me. And it would be, I am loved. I am seen. I am important. What I have to do or say has value because God loves me. And even more than that, Jesus died for me and that is where that source of strength and value comes from and then i would turn you to the mirror and i would make you look yourself in the eye and i'll make you say over and over again until your soul believes it because if we go right back to where we started with your life it's always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts if you are affirming that over yourself and speaking that over yourself then your soul will start to believe it and then you'll start to act like it then you'll stop hustling for it. Mm -hmm. And then you'll just start living in the light and life of, of, of who God created you to be. And you're worth that. So dig deep and find it. Jody. it has been a pleasure to have you with us today. And, you know, just who you are make me feel really good about myself. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. And thank you for joining us this week at This Grit and Grace Live. Thank you. I so appreciate it and love all you guys. And thank you for what you do day in, day out at the Grit and Grace Life. Julie, there's a Bible verse that I think reflects who we are as women that I absolutely love. And that's Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. Ooh, I feel like some of those lines would be good to add to your list of affirmations. Man, I so appreciated Jody. Her energy is so strong. You'll want to go to the show notes. We'll put some of links to her articles and her videos in there. But let's remind ourselves some of the things that she encouraged us with. First, that our life will go in the direction of our strongest thoughts. So that should motivate us to want to change some of our thoughts about ourselves. To recognize that our creator is the one who gave us our worth to stop hustling for that worth, and to start speaking those positive affirmations over yourself. We hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we have. Again, be sure to click over to the show notes to get some more insight and encouragement as you seek to turn around your self-worth. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life. Make sure you've subscribed and rated and reviewed the show so more friends can find us. You can also share about this episode on your social media or send it to a friend you think it could help. You can find everything we talked about in this episode on our website, gritandgracelife.com, where you'll also find plenty of other articles from other women answering questions you may have.